introduce you to the great musicians and music businesses and organizations of Wisconsin. Every week, Wisconsin Music Podcast will be bringing you great information on what's happening in the Wisconsin music world. For our music-loving listeners, we'll bring you music that you haven't even heard of yet from unique and talented artists and hear about their journey so far. You'll either hear live performances of their songs or songs from their selected discography. For our musicians out there wondering what they can do to further their recognition, we'll be calling upon Wisconsin music businesses and organizations to enlighten you on what they're doing to help further your music journey. And now, here's your host, Zach. Thanks, Dean. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Wisconsin Music Podcast. This week, we have Greg Bauman. Greg Bauman owns Outpost Music in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And he's going to talk with us today about his music store out in Waukesha. And we actually get to hear some of the music that he's done. He has over 12 albums out, um, mostly under the name of Greg Bauman Music. Um, You can... See his stuff um, at craigbaumanmusic.com, and I'll put that in the show notes below. And also, um, he has a website for his music store out in Waukesha, Outpost Music, and that is outpostmusic.com. Diamond Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin. It is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. To contact Diamond Dave and see previous work, check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. Let's get right into it with Craig Ballman. Thank you for being on the Wisconsin Music Podcast. I really do appreciate it. You got it. So as a music business, why don't you kind of give us an origin story on how you got started in in the music store business? Well, I am a lifelong musician. I learned to play music uh, around seven or eight years old. My grandfather, uh, my mother's dad, is a a long time. He's been picking country and Western music for about 60 years. And uh, he actually still comes in to outpost music once a week or twice a week now and, and wrenches on instruments and other odds and ends we have around here. But he taught me to play when I was about seven or eight years old. So spent a lot of time gigging and performing and traveling all over the country and, and the world playing music. And I at one point was given this opportunity to own a music store here in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So here, here I am. <laughs> Wasn't exactly my, my career path that I had chosen for myself, but sometimes you just have to follow the energy and yeah. uh, it's been great. We've been here 11 years now. Excellent. When you were touring around, um, what bands were you in that you were touring around the States in? Uh, in the, in the beginning, Fat Ma Rooney. And then uh, more recently, Pe- the People Brothers Band out of Madison. And my own act, Craig Bauman and the story. Okay, cool. And what kind of music were you playing? I call it blues, soul, Americana. Cool. At one point, we used the term Northern Rock. Northern Rock. Not from down south. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Did you guys put out any albums or CDs or anything? Got 12 of them out under different names. Uh, One under my own name. You can find those on the digital download 
platforms. Maybe we'll, if you want, we can actually put some showcase a couple of songs if you want to on the on this podcast. I guess the main reason why I have you on here is for you to kind of talk about Outpost. Um, why don't you kind of give us an idea of how things started out um, eleven years ago and up to about before COVID hit? How things kind of start rolling for you? Well, it was eleven years ago. We I had the opportunity to take over an existing business here in downtown Waukesha. Uh, very reluctant at first and then basically looked at all the numbers and the math made sense in a long-term situation. So um, we pulled the trigger and ended up here. But it was a situation where we were kind of filling somebody else's shoes for a little while. We actually worked with them for two weeks um, as we were taking over the business. And then one day they just gave us the keys and moved out. Oh, Essentially, we were filling another role. So it took us a minute to kind of figure out like what works, really what doesn't work is the biggest thing. And uh, being self-employed and, and especially in a retail industry is what doesn't work. So yeah, following some of the trends and, and figuring out along the way, like what can we do that, that can be profitable here, not only in the store, but online eventually. Uh, about five, six years in, we got into the eBay and reverb side of things. So we try not to ship anything valuable or nice, but we do a lot of parts. We will ship parts all over the world and we do a lot of local pickup for that. Um, so we figured out what works as far as who our demographic is and, and also what our competitors are doing. There are some other viable options here in town. So we just figured out where we belong and you know, that's was kind of leading up to the last three years. We got comfortable in what we were doing and it got to a point where we could start taking chances. Um, and then, like you said, COVID came along and things got a little different. Yeah. So how are you guys dealing with that? What did you guys have to do to keep the doors open? Well, it's, um, it's really just been different. I can't say it's been better or worse, but it's, it's been very different in the fact where we have to figure out like who is our demographic now and where are they and how do we reach them and um, how do we deliver a product in a safe manner. But what we've seen is people cleaning out their basements, people cleaning out their garages and either saying, Hey, I want to play these instruments again. Um, Can you, can you tune them up for me? Or, I don't need these things. I'm downsizing. I've always wanted to play, but I'm really never going to. So uh, can you buy this from me? So we've actually had the the opportunity to see a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool gear and um, buy those things from people who maybe would have hung on to them a lot longer had they not been forced to stay home and, and force their demon uh, face their (laughs) clean out the garage and clean out the basement and, and get into those projects and actually do them. Yeah. What were some of the cool things that you saw come through your door? Um, right now, we've got this, this Rickenbacker bass somebody brought me. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a one-owner piece, and the guy the guy was in very good shape. He was an older man, but he's still in very good condition. So he could have hung on to that, but he was in one of those situations where he was just cleaning out, and he wanted to keep it moving. So now it's an opportunity for somebody potentially younger than him to get their hands on it and play it. Yeah. Rickenbackers are really nice bases. That's actually a fretless one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. 
On your website, you have six main things on here. Like maybe you could talk about them a little bit each. Um, first thing you have on there is you have 12 rehearsal rooms of various size that you can, what it says on your website, can comfortably accommodate almost any solo or ensemble group. So are those rooms soundproof or kind of explain what you mean by you have rehearsal space? They're sound, I would say sound dampened the, at best, you know, uh, it's, it's a music store. So you do hear other people practicing and performing and, and, you know, uh, figuring out their craft. Some of what we do isn't musical at all. It's a lot of sitting down and talking things through, but we do, we have smaller rooms that are about eight foot by eight foot where a guitar lesson might happen. Um, Last year, things got a lot different. We ended up doing a lot of virtual um, instead of face-to-face. People people were going on Zoom or other platforms for their uh, for their music lessons. Fortunately, a lot of people stuck with it. But that is where we saw a dip in our business in 2020 during COVID. We saw a big dip of, of lessons really uh, not happening on site, which also reflects our retail in guitar strings and setups you know that's where a lot of our profit can be made is in working on people's instruments because then I'm, I'm getting paid for my time or some of my other people get paid for their time some of my technicians can perform their craft and do their thing uh, but the rooms themselves they vary from about eight to eight and they get large enough for seven to eight person ensemble to rehearse with all the gear already set up okay so when you say an ensemble are you saying like a for example, like a uh, a live rock band could come in and rehearse, or is sure. that okay? So it's it's sound damp sound dampened enough for them to come in there and rehearse. Yep. And do you have time limits for you know like how late they can stay, or is it a different door that they can walk in and out of from the main door? Typically, you get charged by the hour, and um, you know we we try to abide our neighbors and respect our neighbors in their time and. Generally, by 10 p.m., we try to be pretty quiet here in downtown because there are apartments upstairs. Oh, okay. A band that obviously has a, a day job, they could come in at, like, say, 7 o'clock and rehearse until, like, 9.30 with no problem. Absolutely. We actually get a lot of that where people just don't have a place to really be a little louder. And so we're that place for some people. There's some other facilities downtown that are doing the same kind of thing, and it's, it's great that we're able to provide that for people. Excellent. Next thing on your website, you talk about performance space. Why don't you kind of explain about that as well? We've had a few shows right here in the lobby, which has been really fun. We can clear out all of the retail items and just have a show right here. And basically the band would stand right here. So we can accommodate up to 70 or 80 people. Oh, nice. That's the front door there. Okay. So when you did have live gigs in your main room there, what time did you usually have the show start? It would just generally be in the evening. Try to get some of our lesson, some of the students to be able to attend and um, their parents, but really allow everybody, including us, to be home at a reasonable hour, typically on a weeknight. Is it more like a coffee shop kind of atmosphere? or? Yeah, absolutely. The next thing is repairs. So why don't you kind of give us a list of what you guys can do for repairs for uh, people that walk through your door? We've fixed just about everything through here, um, including I had a chainsaw on the bench a couple of <laughs> years back. Some One of our customers said, well, I just can't get this thing to run. And I said, well, bring it by. And 
we'll go get it tuned up for you. And we did, we got it back to him and, and uh, that's running. But, but we do, we do, we have a, a woodwind tech that does brass and woodwind repairs. And we have an electronic techs that does uh, pedals, amps, guitars, like any kind of uh, electronics that we would need serviced around here. He takes care of that. Uh, I do a lot of the luthier stuff, setups. Uh, we have another luthier. My grandfather comes in and we do, he does more of the glue jobs and, and more time consuming and intricate work like that. I'm more of a manager type where I, I just keep everybody moving and make sure the product gets out in a timely fashion. Excellent. So I got, I got a question for you about um, setting up guitars. What's the right terminology? Is it tuning the guitar or is it intonating the guitar? Well, ideally, I mean, we all have to tune our instrument, which sometimes, I mean, I do between songs. It can be that frequently. Right. The intonation is, is a whole nother thing. It's very, it's a matter of fact, it's very physics orientated. It's the length right. of the string, you know, divided into its parts. And the string has to be the same length to one middle as it is to the same middle from the other end. Mm -hmm. And an electric guitar is more adjustable, but the acoustic guitars take a little bit more filing and uh, neck adjusting and things of that nature. Right. Okay. That is the intonation is when you're pushing at the 10th or the 12th fret, things get a little different. And that happens more so if it's not set up properly. I'm in Dave Photography, the photography that supports local music in Wisconsin and is ready to work with your band or any solo artist on your next promo pictures or band show. Contact Diamond Dave and see previous work. Check out Diamond Dave Photography on Facebook and Instagram. Wisconsin Music Podcast is also brought to you by ZTF Studio. ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin, doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. ZTF Studio brings success to your recording project. All right, back to the interview. You did kind of touch on music lessons. So what are all the instruments that are available to be taught at your music store? I can say that we don't teach bagpipe and we don't teach harmonica at the moment. I've been working on some people to do one of those things, but we pretty much cover everything else. And we've got people that are willing to cross borders and potentially teach off their instrument. But sometimes it's just a matter of having a coach to get you through some of the hurdles and to, you know, really like, like we were just talking about work on your intonation, right? Which, which just takes a trained ear to say, Hey, that's a little flat. Hey, that's a little sharp. Right. You know, maybe it should move more air. You know, it all comes down to air with the woodwinds and, you know, the, uh, the guitars are a little more finite as far as playing themselves. But, um, you know, I can tell when somebody's flat or sharp on a trumpet in the next room over. Right, right. Not, not that I should be teaching trumpet, but I, I could potentially help them. And, and that's what I'm saying when I'm talking about people teaching across their instruments. Guitar players teaching guitar and bass and ukulele and banjo and stringed things. And drummers teaching drums and keyboard. And we have some vocal teachers. Um, and wood, woodwind and brass. So really anything you're trying to get better at or just starting to learn. We've got um, students anywhere from five years old up to 90 years old, 91 now. So Wonderful. No, definitely not. That's excellent. And then the sixth thing that you have listed out here is instrument rentals. So why don't you kind of give us the, your lowdown on the way you guys rent out your instruments? 
Yeah, we get we do get calls sometimes. People just assume that because we say we rent instruments, we'll rent anything. But um, some instruments don't have enough value for us to say, hey, yeah, we'll rent these at X and X a month because it's not worth our, you know, having insurance and stuff on. But um, when we talk about rentals, we're talking about woodwinds and brass specifically for the later middle school or um, intermediate schools, junior highs, uh, high school. By the end of high school, you're probably ready for uh, a professional instrument. Not mm-hmm. that ours aren't professional, but you might be ready for a, a step up from there. But we rent clarinets, flutes, saxophones, trombones, trumpets. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving out a few. But uh, always check with us if you need anything like that. Okay. And we, we service those things as well. So Now, I know some music stores don't rent to adults. Do you guys rent to adults or is it just to... To anybody that wants to play, that's why we're here. We want to make sure people have a, an affordable outlet to play music because that's what I was given uh, coming up. People went out of their way to make sure that uh, we could afford to play, and that's that's hard to do in the last 30 years. It's a difficult thing to do. So right. most of the reason that I'm here in Waukesha is to make sure people have an outlet to be able to really get better and their gear not be the limiting factor. That's excellent. You know, some stores don't like to rent to adults, but it's great to know that there are places like yours that have no problem doing that whatsoever. The name Outpost Music, was that the name of the music store when you started or did you rename it? We renamed the store as we bought it, um, mostly just to get a fresh start and, and let people know that we were our own thing. We had our own vision for the future of this retail space and performance space. Um, and, and the other name was very specific to the man's name. So he, he got out of this particular gig, but we're here now as Outpost. And where are you located exactly in, in Waukesha? Right downtown. What, uh, is there a certain street you're on? Yeah, we are one block south of Main Street on South Street, 321 South Street. Is there anything that I haven't covered yet that you'd like to talk about that the listeners know about your store or anything else well it's great when you can tell people about our store you know there's a couple other stores in the area that uh, carry either a box store name or they carry um, a very old tradition and what we're trying to do is break that mold both of those molds so if there's anything people ever need they can call us up here at 262-542-6788 and we'll do our best to get it for them. And there's not a lot of things that we can't do here. So keep us in mind. One of the last couple of things I ask is work-life balance. It kind of sounds like a lot of this is intertwined for you. Um, but is do you find it a struggle to balance between personal life and working at the store or not so much? You know, I had different career aspirations. I actually went to college to be an engineer, a mechanical engineer, and I got a few semesters into that and realized that wasn't going to really be too cohesive with my music career, which was 200 shows a night at that point. And so I switched over to a communication technologies degree, which is uh, indefinitely public relations specific. So that, that does me well here at the store and in my music career. But, you know, this store really just fell into what it is I probably should be doing for my future and my my career and so i'm one of the fortunate ones i've been able to make music my career and i might actually someday retire from playing music 
which I, w- I would have laughed at that a few five ten years ago. So, <laughs> you know, it's it it's really it feels good to be able to to be independent, and you know, there's there's days and there's weeks that I'm not here, but I surround myself with people that are able to keep the job going and keep the workflow going, so that I can go play gigs, I can go manage a nonprofit in a Caribbean island, and and just be flexible and and make music and make art my career and and not be limited to one location at the beginning of the interview you talked about the bands you're in so what was the name of the band you're in uh presently uh craig bauman is my name craig bauman in the story okay a five-piece act um we sound similar to like the allman brothers okay and then the people brothers band is more is actually a larger nine-piece uh funk and blues and rhythm and blues uh review uh, all original stuff we tour around the extended midwest and then a handful of other bands that don't perform as frequently honest monday fat ma rooney smoking bandits would you like to put some we talk, kind of talked about this would you like to put some music uh showcase some of your songs on the podcast before we go sure so what we'll do is if there's certain songs you want to pick and kind of give us a backstory on each one, one of those songs like two or three of them and then that'll be pretty much it. Okay. Well, um, I imagine we'll play a song, Relief. Relief is a song that I wrote on a job site. I do some carpentry work by day. And my boss kept saying, yeah, 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 the, the plywood's coming. The plywood's coming. Don't worry about it. It's on its way. The plywood's coming. And I'm like, well, you're paying me to just sit around here. You know, it's not right. my problem. This is your problem. So whatever. I'm going to do whatever you tell me right now. So I sat there and sat there and eventually I went to the laundromat and started doing my laundry on his dollar and it never came. The plywood never came. And so I wrote a song called Material. The song was originally titled Material and it's about waiting for material to come. But really in the end, it's just about relief. Eventually that's going to come and we're going to get the job done and then we can go home. Right. Right. And hopefully get paid at the end of the day. Exactly. This song's called Relief.
And what band uh, did you do that one with? With your original? The Craig Bauman your- and the Story. We okay. recorded that at my house. Okay, cool. So when you recorded at your house, um, kind of give us a quick setup of how you did that. Uh, my tech, Vinny Milavolte, Access Recording Studio, he moved in for a weekend and we made an album. Oh, cool. Great room in our house. It was very, very cool experience. He actually was, he actually set up in my bedroom for the week. What's another song you want to uh, showcase? Um, the title track off the album is Trade in My Hands. And I actually wrote it for my grandfather who taught me how to play music among other things such as uh, automobiles and lawnmowers and, and how to repair basically anything. He always said you could fix anything. He knew how to fix anything except a broken heart. So uh, yeah, I, the title track, is, it goes out to him while he's still alive. It's called Trade in My Hands.
Did you grow up in Waukesha or did you grow up in a different city? I'm originally from Dousman, Wisconsin. Okay. The road. So um, cool. lived in a bunch of the other unincorporated towns like Concord and Rome and Farmington. Okay. And I have a degree from UW Platteville. Well, Craig, it was a pleasure meeting you and learning about your store and the music you've been doing. It was a fascinating story for sure. Right on. Thanks for the opportunity. Of course. Help spread the word and hopefully you can help spread the word about the podcast and we can work it together. Cool. Have a great evening. You as well. All right. Bye. Cheers. Well, I hope you found that informative and I hope you guys go check out Jacob over at his store, Outpost Music in Waukesha, Wisconsin. If you haven't had a chance yet, um, I've started a new um, segment on Fridays called Friday Music Showcase, where I just play a couple songs from a couple bands every Friday. It's just um, more kind of like a little short radio program of local Wisconsin music. If you would like to send in some songs for the Friday Music Showcase, send uh, the links to of those songs to wisconsinmusicpodcast at gmail.com. And in the subject of the email, type in Friday Music Showcase. Inside the email, um, besides the link for the music, please put in a short bio about the band. Not a long one, just a little short one. And um, the story behind each one of the songs that you send. And we'll get that on the Wisconsin Music Podcast Friday feature, Friday Music Showcase. I'd like to thank Nate Wyckoff for creating the music for the Wisconsin Music Podcast and to Dean Bundy for our great voiceover in the beginning and intro. Thanks to Jacob at CW Hip Hop for syndicating our podcast every Monday at 4 p.m. at CWHipHop.com. Also, ZTF Studio, recording and mixing services, specializing in singles, demos, EPs, and LP projects for the last 20 years in southeastern Wisconsin doing jazz, rock, funk, country, indie, and more. There's a, an acapella tune on that same album called Nothing Brings Me to You, and it actually goes pretty far back in our band lineage, and, and the guy that actually penned the words I was in, a, in Fat Ma Rooney with, he gave us permission to use basically one verse, and that's, that's the whole tune is just one verse. And we... Um, I brought in a couple of the singers from the People Brothers Band and a couple of the guys from my group. And we all just set up in the room and we sang the song with no instruments, hence the word acapella. But we just sang that one out. But the, the guy that penned it, we went all the way back to preschool together. It was kind of a passing of the torch or a celebration of, of some history together. I wish he could have been on the track, but he wasn't available that day. <laughs> it's been too long since I've seen your face. You were sent down by love, true grace. The cold road is long, my legs they are tired. Still, I carry on. I have climbed many mountains and I've sailed across the sea, but nothing 